Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Hallelujah. Let's take a moment to pray. Let's exalt the Holy Spirit. Without the Holy Spirit, there is no sermon, there is no message from God. Holy Spirit, you are the spirit of wisdom. You are the spirit of revelation. And we want to welcome you here. This is your platform, Lord. What you want to speak, let that be spoken. Let your wisdom, Lord, be in our hearts today as we go back. Let the simple decide to be wise. And let the wise decide to be wiser. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful day, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So today I want to start with a story. I'm not not sure this is a real story. This is about a factory. And the factory had many plans. It had many machinery. So one day there was a fault in the machinery. So they tried to fix it. uh, But they could not do that. So... All the mechanics inside the factory tried to fix it, but they could not do anything about the problem. They had no clue as why the machines were not working. So uh, the manager hired a mechanic from outside. And he came. He came with a set of tools. He looked around. And he listened to all what the people in the factory had to say. And uh, after, some time, he, uh, 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 after some time, he went to his toolbox and he took a hammer I went to one particular part of the plant. And he took the hammer and with one tap, a small tap on on the side of the plant, the machine started to work. And they all said, bravo. They all said, wonderful, good job. And they were all very happy. But the next day when the bill came, the manager saw the bill and he was shocked. He saw $1,000 for that. And he called up the mechanic and he said, What is this all about? All what you did was one small tap. And you are claiming $1,000. I need an itemized bill. I need a detailed bill. So the mechanic went and he gave a detailed bill. And the first line was saying, uh, tapping the hammer, $1. Knowing where to tap, $999. So wisdom is knowing where to tap the hammer. So what exactly is wisdom? Uh, Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 is like this. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and a revelation in the knowledge of Him. You know, wisdom, the word wisdom in this verse comes from a Greek word called sophias. It is used to describe insight and it is a wisdom that is not naturally attained so let me just clarify what wisdom is not wisdom is not education I know all Malayalis that we are all educated Uh, but wisdom is not education wisdom is not something something that you can naturally attain it comes because of divine intervention wisdom is a spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. And why does God want us 
Give us the wisdom. Because he's a father of glory. Can you say father of glory? And the spirit of wisdom makes, takes us from one level of glory to another level of glory. Because he is a father of glory and he wants us to be like that. Amen. So what exactly is wisdom? Wisdom is an insight. So what is the opposite of God's wisdom? It is human logic. I have this friend of mine. And he is, whenever I talk to him, he brings in this intellect, his human logic. Not that it is wrong. So I want to say that human logic is not wrong. It is not evil. But... There, is some, there are times where God's wisdom takes precedence over human logic. Amen? Genesis 26 verse 12 to 13 speaks about a man who defied his human logic. Then Isaac sowed in that land, reaped in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. I think... The language itself is not sufficient to describe the extent of his prospering. So it is saying, he began to, he began to prosper, continued prospering, until he became very prosperous. I would say he became embarrassingly prosperous. There was a famine in the land, if you read Genesis 26. And his father Abraham, what did he do when there was a famine? He went to Egypt. But if you read Genesis 26, God says to Isaac, dwell in the land. According to human logic, Isaac could also have gone to Egypt. My father was in Kuwait. Uh, but, you know, uh, and uh, we grew up there for, for a lot of years. But when it came to me, I did not want to go to Gulf. I don't know, but the Lord changed me in 2017 when He allowed me to go there because that was part of His mission for me. Amen. So, uh, because God told Abraham to dwell in, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, to go to Egypt, it does not mean Isaac also has to go. What God told Isaac was defying human logic. But Isaac sowed in the land and he reaped in the same year a hundredfold. He sowed when there was a famine. Amen. Hallelujah. God's wisdom sometimes might look foolish. But it is better and it is more better than human logic. It does not make sense in a famine to sow. Because you don't have food and you have to sow. But what did he do? He reaped in the same year. Hallelujah. I want to tell you some, somebody here. The Lord is saying, if you are experiencing a famine, in the same year you will get a hundredfold. Hallelujah. What you sow in the spirit, you will reap in the spirit. Hallelujah. You are, you are, if you are feeling uh, that your health is waning, hallelujah. The Lord is saying, when you sow in the spirit, you will reap a hundredfold in the spirit. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the opposite of God's wisdom is human logic. Amen. So there are times that we need to have God's wisdom when to use human logic and when not to use human logic. If you are speeding on a curve above 80, don't ask God, God, should I go above? If you are, if you are trying to overtake in a curve, 
please don't do that. The government has already set standards. That time you don't need to pray in tongues and ask God for that. So that time, please follow what your conscience is saying to you. Hallelujah. 1 Kings chapter 3 verse 1 to 12. Here is a man called Solomon. Now Solomon made a treaty with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and married Pharaoh's daughter. Then he brought her to the city of David until he had finished building his own house, the house of the Lord, and all the, and the wall all around Jerusalem. I'm jumping to verse 3. And Solomon loved the Lord, walked in the statutes of his father, except that he sacrificed and burnt incense in high places. Verse 4. Now the king went to Gibeon to, satisfy, to sacrifice there. That was a great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that, on that altar. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night and said, and God said, Ask, what shall I give to you? Amen. And Solomon said, You have shown great mercy to your servant David, my father, because he walked before you in truth, in righteousness, in uprightness of heart within you. You have continued his great kindness for him. You have given him a son to sit on his throne, as it is this day. Now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king instead of my father David. But I am a little child. I do not know how to go about or come in. And your servant is in the midst of your people whom you have chosen. A great people, too numerous to be numbered or counted. Therefore give to your servant an understanding heart to judge your people. That I may discern between good and evil. For who is able to judge this great people of yours? So when does the need for wisdom come from? The need for wisdom comes in our helplessness. Solomon felt this. Because he had to do such a difficult job to be in his father's shoes. Huge expectation of him as a king. His father had the reputation of being a man after God's heart. The people loved him. God spoke and, and also he had an expectation of building God's house, God's temple. And he had to judge and he had to rule over God's people. I sometimes think being, sometimes feel helpless. So sometimes feel, Lord, I really need grace to be a father. To be a father. And, and God and Solomon, not really his father, he is ruling over the whole kingdom and that to God's people. And he said in his helplessness, God, give me wisdom, for this is your people. Hallelujah. In his helplessness, he asked God for wisdom. Sometimes we, in our helplessness, want to fight that battle instead of asking God for wisdom. Sometimes we, in our helplessness, want to leave that company because we don't have, we are, we are not able to cope up with the pressures there. In our willingness, are we willing to turn to God and ask for the spirit of wisdom? Hallelujah. We all like a wise man. But we are not willing to put that extra yard of being in the presence of God so that we can get wisdom. In our helplessness, are we thinking, can I handle this? 
I know I have the experience. Are you helpless about certain situations? Amen. Then you need God's wisdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are finding helpless in certain situations of your life, Hallelujah. I want to pray right now that God will give you the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. That God will give you the spirit of wisdom to certain people who are fearful of driving your car, your scooter, or whatever. Maybe because of age, or maybe because of, of maybe because you are a woman. I don't know. The Lord wants to give you courage. Amen. The Lord wants to give you wisdom while you draw your, while you drive your car. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to pray. Hallelujah. God, that you will, Lord, you will take away that spirit of fear and give to that person a spirit of courage, of wisdom, of sound mind. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So the, so the need for, uh, for wisdom comes in our helplessness. And the need for wisdom also comes in the trials we go through. James chapter 1 verse 3 to 5. My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work. That you may be perfect and complete. Lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom let him ask of god who gives to all liberally without reproach and will be given to him when we are in difficult situations our faith tests us but what carries it us to the other side is our wisdom Amen. So if you lack wisdom, amen, hallelujah, please don't sit there and try to fight it all out yourself. And you are wondering and you are calculating. And if you come full time, I don't know who it is or how many, how I'm going to manage this expense. But the Lord will give you wisdom, amen. Ask God and He would give it to you liberally. Give to all. Can you say all? Can you say I am included in all? Amen. And he gives it without reproach. So to go through our trials, we need wisdom. Please don't fight your battle all by yourself. God's wisdom is in the Holy Spirit and in the counsel of his people. Proverbs, it says, in the multitude of counsel, there is safety. Amen. There is safety. Amen. I want, to tell, I want to tell children, in the, in the counsel of your parents, there is safety. Now, the need for wisdom is also, not, not only when we have problems, but also in our day-to-day lives. Proverbs 4, verses 7. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. In all you are getting, get understanding. Which means the best thing to get is not gold. Or diamonds, it is wisdom. It's wisdom. And in Proverbs it says, the wisdom is more profitable than silver or gold. So, to know how rich you are, please, don't look into your bank locker, but look into your wisdom. Because wisdom is a principal thing. 
There is nothing greater than wisdom. I mean, I remember in one of the companies that I worked, uh, I, was a, I was like a fresher. I have moved to a new role, and I had no clue about doing that. How many of you have been there? Do you have no clue about doing that? And I was in this position, and I had no senior, and all my seniors were like 10, 15 years of experience, and I can't even go to them. They are like giants in the, you know, in that company. And uh, I had this deadline that was up, up, uh, that was coming, and I was, uh, and I had no manager, and my manager was invisible. He was in the U.S. or somewhere, and I had a client that I never spoke to, and I did not have access to client. You know, some of you are listening, understanding because you know what I mean. You're smiling because you know what I mean. Okay, and I had this client that whom I have never seen, and I can't never speak to. And I had to finish her work, and the time was ticking. And I know that I would get nice if I don't finish it. And uh, so where do I start? I mean, I was like so lost. And uh, there was nobody to guide me. Oh God, this is getting so bad. And at that time, I remember, hallelujah. We don't forget those times. I remember that I was praying to God. I said, God, you need to help me. And I remember a small voice that told me, check some previous documentation. I don't remember the exact words, but it was like, check some previous documentations. And I went to the, uh, 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 to the uh, portal, and I tried to download some documents, amen, and bingo, I got some few documents. And I finished it on time. And after that, you know, I was, after that, just like God finished it, this work, and He said it looked good for me also. It looked good. Amen. Uh, so, in uh, the end of the day, our day-to-day lives. Let me tell you, our managers may not understand. Our parents may not understand. But the Holy Spirit can understand. Amen. Can you say, Holy Spirit, you can understand me? Holy Spirit, you can help me. Hallelujah. In my day-to-day life, you can help me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So ask wisdom. If any of you lack wisdom, ask. If you are stuck somewhere. How many of you are stuck somewhere? You don't know. You're not able to move. You're stuck somewhere. And I'm not talking about literally not moving. But your life is not moving. You've been stuck. I want you to ask wisdom. And I often ask God, what can I, if I am stuck, I ask this, God, what can I do now, today? What can I do in this season? Can you say, God, what can I do today? What can I do in this season? That's enough when you are stuck. Because, you, because the rest of the things is not under your control. Hallelujah. So ask wisdom. Don't do guesswork. There is no guesswork in Christian walk. We know without faith is impossible to please God. But faith is not the only thing that pleases God. Hallelujah. What, what Solomon did. Amen. What Solomon asked. It pleased God. It made God say, I really like that asking. How many of you parents here that you really felt when your children asked something right? You felt, and I really like that. I really like that. 
I know that I have been in that. I, re- I enjoy when my children ask me certain things. And it is in the right perspective. They have caught the heart. And when they ask God saying, I, I am moved by this. I am going to bless this guy. I am going to add unto him. I am going to add long life. I am going to add riches. How many of you like buffet? Solomon had the greatest buffet. I am not going there today. I was shocked by his buffet. Huh? So, God, no, don't ask wisdom so that you may get a good buffet. I am not meaning that. But ask wisdom. We like to do things what others have done. My father went to Kuwait or my father went to America. So I want to go there. My, my peers are going there. I had to, you know, when I st- uh, started to work in a particular organization, uh, they recruited uh, 18 people of the same role, around, around that. And I noted that 90% of the people who had taken that role, they took their role so that they could go to the U.S. And I understood that hanging around with those people will not give me wisdom from my work. So I went to one guy, I understood that when I talking to this particular guy, he has got, he was four years my senior, and I understood talking to him gives me some wisdom with regard to my work. We like to do based on what others are doing. Others are going there, so I want to go there. God has a special plan for you and for me. Amen. Don't copy out God's, uh, God's plan for others are. Please don't copy-paste. Don't copy what others' plans are and paste it in your life. Sometimes we like to cut and paste. We like to take their dreams and put it in our life. Don't do both. So ask God for wisdom. And asking for wisdom moves the heart of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And God will give you not only wisdom, but He will give you a wise and a discerning heart. You know, what does a discerning heart mean? It is a discernment whether it is good or evil. Which means if somebody is going to come to cheat you, you can discern. Amen. You can discern. You can discern. Hallelujah. There is a still voice that will speak to you. Be careful about him. You will know there is a wisdom that operates. There is something wrong in the way that he or she is doing stuff. Hallelujah. So, asking for, ask wisdom. Amen. And ask wisdom so that you can move. And asking wisdom moves the heart of God. And not only that, God gives us, and God gives us wisdom. But we increase the wisdom. We need to increase in wisdom. So Luke chapter 2 verse 52. The Bible says, And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature. And in favor with God and men. You and I, we need to grow in wisdom. See, wisdom has been poured out into our hearts. But we need to grow. We need to tap into what is there in us. Many people are not willing to grow in wisdom. They, were, they are okay with yesterday's status. They want everything in their doorstep. I heard a story about a cop in New York. He died. Uh, his name was Jack Maple. 
he was a transit officer in New York. And in the late 80s and early 90s, New York was, uh, uh, was, uh, had crimes. The crimes were on increase, especially robberies. And uh, he was a transit officer. And one day he was, and all what the police department would do, they would patrol the streets in the night. So uh, he tracked these robberies, and he took, he drew several maps in his wall, uh, in his home, the whole map of New York, and he began to note uh, the exact place where this happened, and he began to note that uh, there are certain patterns in this crime. So okay, so his colleagues they made fun of him. Hey, what is this? This is not going to happen. His boss made, they are wasting time. They all made fun of him. Okay? He was a bit stout, so they made, you fat man, what are you trying to do? Uh, uh, they tried to make fun of him. Uh, they jeered at him. They mocked him. And uh, uh, so he formed a strategy. And based on the strategy, he created a team called Rapid Response Team. And soon, the head of the department they began to notice that his big boss began to notice that there was a dramatic decrease in robbery. And he increased his wisdom by when towards the late 90s, when the IT boom was happening, he began to transfer the strategy into, a, uh, into an algorithm in a computer system. And this was implemented all across the United States. And he was soon promoted as the deputy police commissioner. You and I, we can stand, we can sit back and relax on yesterday's wisdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we need to increase in wisdom. In your workplace, you need increase in learning. Whether it is reading a book on based on your field of work, please do that. Thank you, Lord. How does, so how does wisdom operate? So how is this wisdom going to function? How is this going to happen? First of all, wisdom is a voice. It's a whisper. Wisdom tells you whether to be careful about this person. Whether to take this job or not. Wisdom tells you how to handle this particular situation. How to handle this man. Or how to handle this woman. And wisdom is not just a voice. It's also a spirit. And it's the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you Holy Spirit. It's a spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. We have a Holy Spirit is here. Hallelujah. The God's greatest gift to the church. God's greatest gift to the church is the Holy Spirit. The God's greatest gift to this church is not this building. Amen. Hallelujah. God's greatest gift to this church is to all the whole church. Amen. It's the Holy Spirit. So wisdom is a spirit. So wisdom is a voice. Wisdom is a spirit. Wisdom is a state of our heart. It's a state of our heart. Psalm 81 verses 11 to 12. But my people, my people would not heed my voice. And Israel would have none of me. So I gave them over to their own stubborn heart. 
to walk in their own counsels. Amen. God gave Solomon a wise and a discerning heart. But Israel went on to have a stubborn heart. Why? Because they like to listen to what their counsel is. Sometimes we see children there. They want to say, I think this is good. Can we take the counsel of the Lord? Amen. Uh, you know, it's a state of the heart. You and I, we can have a stubborn heart with our own counsels and it looks okay on the outside. A stubborn heart might look okay on the outside. Why Israel is doing good? I am doing good in my workplace. But is your heart stubborn with your own counsels? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes we like to examine our lives. We like to examine our own lives. When we examine our lives, we're going to be an utter failure. I one day I booked ticket for my mother to come from my hometown to here. Uh, but when she went into the, uh, uh, when she just before boarding, she checked the ticket. It was, I think it was the previous day ticket. Uh, I I got confused with AM and PM. But the examiner there checked. So we cannot be the examiner of, of our own lives. We need to allow God, the Holy Spirit to examine our lives. Amen. So do we have uh, a heart that is after our own desires, our own ways? Amen. If that is the case, I want to tell you, not to walk in your, your own counsels. Hallelujah. Uh, when I, uh, one year back, uh, I was thinking about moving my house from uh, the previous place that I lived. But I just held on, postponing it because of the, of the uh, rigors of house moving. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Amen. Uh, if you are enjoying house moving, I don't know about you. I didn't like it to, to move my house. So I kept on delaying it until the point where I had no choice but to move. And I was sensing the Lord wants to move. But I was saying, hey God, you don't understand. I, uh, uh, I have a lot of stuff to move. I, have, I, I need money. I need, I, I need leaves. I need a lot of stuff. Don't follow your own counsel. Amen. Walk after the counsel of God. Yeah? In the end, it, uh, it was a big nightmare moving out. Huh? Uh, so, uh, wisdom is a state of our heart. Wisdom is also a warning. A warning. You know, when I remember that my, 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 my parents used to send me to school, they used to say, don't talk to strangers, no matter what they give, no matter uh, what they tell you, dad, mom sent you, please don't do that. The same way a wisdom tells us what to do and what not to do. Wisdom is a warning that cries out in our heart. If you take a pack of cigarettes, it is said, it is written, cigarette smoking is injurious to health. It's a warning. So we saw that um, uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus increased in wisdom, 
and and 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 24 it says to but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God so now you know we saw that how in Luke chapter 2 Jesus increased in wisdom and 1 Corinthians he say it is saying that uh, Jesus is the wisdom of God Jesus increased his wisdom that he became the fullness of the wisdom of God. And I want to tell you church, whether you like it or not, that is the standard that we have. Not even the standard of Solomon. Solomon's standard is Old Testament. But the New Testament standard is the standard of the fullness of God. Don't be overwhelmed. But be thankful that we can reach there. And if the Bible says that's our standard, to walk like Jesus walked, I think we have to be grateful. God has given us an opportunity instead of being overwhelmed by the task. Let's not think about task, but let's think about the journey that we have, an opportunity that we have to have the fullness of God's wisdom in us. How many of you are happy? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Daddy, thank you that you have given us an opportunity for the fullness of divine wisdom. I sense heaven saying that I have not given this opportunity to angels. They don't carry my wisdom. Hallelujah. I want to deposit my wisdom upon my children. You know, I like to talk to my children because I want to, I want to uh, give my wisdom to my children. Amen. And God of the heavens is nothing less. He is much more than you can imagine. Amen. He is telling to some children, Amen. Amen. To some people, so, to some children who are, who are studying in colleges. Amen. I have put my wisdom inside you. Uh, so somebody who is afraid of talking. Amen. Hallelujah. You are afraid of talking in front of people. The Lord saying, my wisdom is enough. Amen. Hallelujah. I can equip you for the work. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Christ is the fullness of God's wisdom. Amen. And that is there as that spirit is there in us. Amen. And so how does a wise man look like? Somebody who is walking in wisdom. How does he look like? Matthew 7 verses 21 onwards. But I will read from verse 24. Therefore whoever says this. Hears this saying of mine. And does them. I will liken him to a wise man. Who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended. The floods came. The winds blew and beat on that house. And it did not fall. For it was founded on the rock. A wise man is somebody who hears the saying and does them. So how can we hear this? We need to read the word of God. So to do is a second step. But unless you are spending time with the Lord in word and in prayer, Amen, you cannot hear what God is saying to you. Don't live with yesterday's word. I like, you know, uh, I like my food to be cooked today. If you are in that mode, don't live on yesterday's food. I'm not saying there is no fridge in my house, but but don't live on yesterday's revelation. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That is why Jesus said, "Give us this day our daily bread." 
if you would store the manna for the next day, it would get rotten. Amen? So, a wise man is somebody who hears the saying and does them. James chapter 3 verse 17. But wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good truths, and good fruits, without partiality, without hypocrisy. A wise man is pure in his walk. A wise man is pure in his walk. A wise man is peaceable. He is not uh, a fighting material. He is not prone to arguments. He doesn't like arguments. He considers arguments and fighting is a waste of time. Amen. He is peaceable. He is gentle. A God, we have a God of gentleness. Hallelujah. And a wise man is also gentle. Amen. Because he knows that there is no reason for him to be harsh. Because God's love is in him. He is willing to yield. Amen. A wise man knows the wisdom of being under authority. There is a lot of wisdom in being authority. Under authority. Amen. He is willing to yield himself. He is, she is willing to yield to her husband. The husband is willing to yield to the Lord. He is willing to yield to the boss. Amen. Hallelujah. He is willing to yield to the uh, uh, people above him. He is full of mercy. He is a merciful man. I am not talking just about he, but men and women. He or she is full of mercy. Such a woman is full of mercy. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. She is merciful. Amen. And, and without partiality and without hypocrisy, which means they are willing to think about others. They are not self-minded people. They put a wise man, put others first. Amen. Jesus put others first that he went to the cross. A wise man learns from his mistake. Okay, so why it's not that a wise man does not make mistakes, but he learns from his mistake. A wise man learns from other wise men. They learn from that's how he looked like. He is willing to learn. He reads books. Amen. He reads books or he listens to other wise men. And a wise man will always have somebody after them, wanting to learn from them. If there is somebody after you who wants to learn from you, I want to tell you, you are a wise man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Finally, I want to tell you what is the big price of wisdom. In Proverbs chapter 3 verses 18, it says that she is a tree of life those who take hold of her and happy are all who retain her it's not talking about a woman it's talking about wisdom Adam and Eve, Eve ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil they had the tree of life there in that garden but God drove them out today when you and I Today when you and I, when we are walking in the fullness of wisdom, when we are having wisdom in our life, 
God is giving us an opportunity to experience that tree of life. And you will be happy, amen. You will have joy, amen. When you answer somebody in a right way, in an edifying way, I don't know how many of you felt, I have felt a lot of joy. When we humble down before people, I have felt there is a joy of the Lord that comes. When you are willing to let go of your desires, there is a joy of the Lord that comes. You are experiencing a tree of life. You are experiencing an eternal life when you operate in wisdom. You and I, we can experience the tree of life. What Adam and Eve missed in the garden. I know God ultimately will give us the fruit of one day to eat. Amen. But He wants to experience that. He wants others to experience the tree of life from us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Rakhanabiyante. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, we want to thank you that you are the spirit of wisdom. You're the spirit of revelation. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Daddy, you will tell us, Lord. Hallelujah. Things of, of things that we have never heard before. I sense this for the intercession team. The Lord will tell you many, many secrets. He will reveal what is going to happen in this land. He will going to reveal. He is going to reveal. He is going to reveal. What is going to happen in the land? He's going to reveal what is happened, going to happen in this world. He will tell you locally. He will tell you globally. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hear somebody in the spirit that you're worried about or you're thinking about full time or you're worried about full time. Amen. The Lord will give you wisdom. Don't do your mental calculations. Don't do Google. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I want to pray, Father. Oh, Father, for those who are thinking about coming full time, or those who have a call of God, who have never heard that call, I want to pray, Daddy, that they would hear the call. Hallelujah. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her. I sense in some home there are strife. Amen. And you are wondering what to do. Your children fighting with each other. Your children not able to tolerate. Amen. Amen. I want to pray that as a mother, we are crying out, Hallelujah, for your teenage children or your children. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying, Amen. I am with you. Amen. Whether you go through a small thing or a big thing, you are wondering, is God interested in my small things? I want to declare, Amen. Yes, God is interested in your small things. Do not doubt whether God is interested in your small things. God is interested in your very smallest thing. Amen. Even the dress that you wear. The Lord is interested. Hallelujah. You are wondering about where is my next business source coming from. I want to say the Lord is interested in that. Amen. Hallelujah. He will give you a spirit of wisdom. A spirit of wisdom that reveals to you a next step. Amen. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I pray for healing in the church. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, in the Malayalam service, I was sensing thyroid. Amen. I sense it too right now. Hallelujah. God heals thyroid from our midst, Lord. Amen. We do not want it, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I rebuke that spirit. I rebuke that disease, oh Lord. Amen. I rebuke that deficiency, Daddy. Let it be normal. Amen. I sense this name, Sheena. Amen. Hallelujah. The Lord is a restorer. Amen. The Lord is saying He is a restorer. Rakanandi Abe. Shakanandi Abe. Lord is a restorer. Amen. He is a restorer of your bonds. Amen. Maybe your bonds are empty in this season. Amen. He is a restorer. He will fill it up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you are here. Lord, I want to pray. I sense this. That the Spirit of God is hovering over some lives here. Just like in the beginning. The Holy Spirit hovered over the earth and God spoke, let there be light. I sense, I sense the Spirit of God hovering over our lives today. And we want to declare truth. We want to declare the Word of God. Amen. Let there be a healing. As the Spirit of God is hovering. Rakhanandi Abe, 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 Abe. Lord, let there be a healing. Let there be an increase. Let there be an increase, Lord. Increase in, in our finances. Hallelujah. Amen. We rebuke poverty, Lord. We rebuke the absence of food in our homes. Oh, if your home has does not have food. Or you are wondering where your next meal comes from. Amen. The Spirit of God is hovering over your, over your, over your, your kitchen. And I want to declare, let there be food, Lord, in our homes. Let our children be fed, Lord. Oh, Lord, we are to pray. Hallelujah. Some of us who don't have jobs. Please let's close our eyes. Amen. If you don't have job and you want, they're searching for a job. Amen. We're just going to declare that God's provision of job in your, in your, in your lives. You can just raise your hands. Nobody's going to see. I'm going to just declare that. So let there be a job, Lord. Or next business opportunity. Right now in Jesus' mighty name. If you don't have children, you're waiting for children. The Spirit of God is hovering over your womb. Amen. The Spirit of God is hovering over your womb right now. Amen. Let there be a child, Lord. Let there be a children, Lord. We want to extend our faith, not child. We want to say, let there be children, Lord. Let there be children, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you because of who you are. That you give us a great opportunity, Lord, to have the fullness of wisdom. But you had to pay the price of going to the cross, taking my place, our place, and dying for us. Lord, we thank you for that. Thank you, Lord. Lord, repent. 
if we haven't walked in your ways. We want to repent, Lord. Before it was too late for Solomon. We want to repent that we would walk in your ways. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wicc.in.